0: Welcome to The Making of Smile & Co. A series about Dr. Ashley Jovez, a dentist in Folsom, California, creating her dental practice literally from scratch. She is starting with only a building that she has to completely remodel and reconstruct. She has zero existing patients, she's new to the community, and has no ownership of any other existing practice. She quit her job as an associate weeks before episode one was recorded and I am documenting every single step in real time. Listen, join in and engage with us as we hear all of Dr. Ashley Hovez's ups and downs and everything in between. This is a series for everyone, especially the ones looking to chase their dreams. guys my name is Michael I'm the host of The Dental Marketer and my sidekick Dr. Ashley Jovez hi guys is pretty much what this whole series is about which is the making of smile and co her dental practice all right let's get to it let's get to it let's get to what's been going on this week so far with smile and co all
1: right so this week has been last-minute preparations for the Intel Company picnic. I know we've talked ad nauseum about this event, but oh, that's a
0: big word.
1: That's how I roll. What does that mean, <laughs> ad nauseum? <laughs> like, like to no end. We've 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 exhausted this topic, but it really had it, It's. It's become the most important thing that I've done so far, I would mm-hmm. say, in terms of marketing and just promoting Smile & Co. Because nobody really knows what Smile & Co. is just yet. Well, I mean, I'm, I've am i been starting to do more videos and I've been posting more on Instagram. But in terms of ground marketing, this is our inaugural event. So um, everything is has been devoted just to that Um to that picnic, which is coming up, it's on Saturday.
0: This and Saturday.
1: This Saturday. Oh, so, wow. Ooh, um, I hot. have. It's it's supposed to be, I believe, triple digits again. Um. Yeah. So we've had an amazing heat wave um, this past week and a half, um, and so it's it's going to be a very long. Day <laughs> setup starts at nine o'clock and um, it's first come, first serve. There are going to be 12 vendors total, and we, we will have tents, but I'm sure everyone is going to try to um, to take all the shady areas. Oh, yeah. Um, so shady, not like oh man, that's shady, but like shady as shady, in yes. shade. <laughs> all the
0: shady areas
1: um yeah yeah so it's it's definitely gonna be a long day and um so my husband oh sorry go ahead no no no. i was just gonna
0: say i think that's like for what you're doing so far because you know how you said um that people don't really know what smile and co is the great thing is that you've already kind of created your or not atmosphere but your bubble or you created your space on internet you know what i mean so if you type in smile and co People are going to find it, you know, whether it's through a podcast, whether it's through Facebook, Instagram or your actual website. Um, I think that's like super beneficial and it helps out the ground marketing process so much because they kind of see it's legit. A lot of dentists who are starting off don't even think about doing any of this stuff right now. You know, they're like, oh, we got to do this, create the place, then we can make the website or, you know what I mean? So, I mean, creating that presence already and then kind of pushing it and it's not even out yet. Like that's. It kind of goes along with that book. Will it fly? With Pat Flynn, you know. Yes,
1: that is an awesome book. Yeah, it and goes along. Filipino, so you know. He's Filipino. He's half. Are you Filipino? I am. Oh. Cool did, you, cool, cool, cool did we not talk about this already
0: okay anyways so what were you saying your Sorry, husband?
1: so um yeah so this week my husband has been helping me non-stop as soon as the boys go to bed we get to work and we've just been folding shirts and I mean I don't know about you guys but I hate doing laundry and folding like 200 shirts over and over like I feel like I've gotten carpal tunnel just from that and then <laughs> stuffing our swag bag. So in the other episode, I told you like right off the bat that I did not want to give out toothbrushes and toothpaste because that's what everybody does. But guess what? I'm I'm giving away toothbrushes and toothpaste because I spent all my money on those shirts because um, they're really nicely made, nice quality. And I had to rush the order And I also spent money on the brochures and um, the business cards and um, all these flyers Mm -hmm. um, and posters. So all of that stuff, I didn't even take into account, stupidly. So I was like, okay, well, what else can I do for the the giveaway? And thank goodness my mom came to the rescue. She has, um, she practices, or not practices, she's an office manager in a dental practice in the Bay Area. And she graciously gave me all of this stuff that I could give out. And um, one of my reps, um, her name is Susan, or yeah, Sue Sylvia, she's with Patterson. I texted Sue and I just asked her like, if she had any contacts for the local like Crest or Colgate reps. And she gave me um, the rep here and he is amazing. I literally just texted him uh, two days ago. His name is Kevin and he's with Oral B and Crest, so the oh. Procter & Gamble group.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He met me um, and just donated boxes of Crest, um, the Brilliance toothpaste and toothbrushes, and, and he even gave me a, um, I told him I didn't have an electric toothbrush, so he gave me one for free. I was like, oh. oh my goodness, I'm gonna make sure to give you a shout out on the podcast and on social media, but he's super awesome.
0: That'd be good. That'd be like a good prize to also give out to people. So the main focus when you're doing this, try like to get as much information as possible. And it doesn't really matter, like, to be honest, like how much, well, it does matter. But you can give like somebody, because I've been to events, right, where there's a dentist literally right next to me. And they're giving out so many free stuff. And all I have is like a piece of paper and a pen, right, because the dentist that... I don't know I guess they ran out of Oral-B stuff or I don't know but I've only had a little bit and honestly what it comes down to is personality like if you're out there you're talking to people you're like really bubbly which you are you know what I mean but if like everybody in your crew is really bubbly and you guys are just like having fun and hey come over here you know what I mean like that that's like 80% and then you're the stuff you're giving out probably like 20% but like try like no, I mean not try like really do get name, number, email, phone number, you know what I mean? Like, like let you guys know when we're going to open. So are you, when you do a grand opening, are you going to have like, what are you going to have? Is it going to be like a block party or or is it just going to be like, Hey, we're open. Come get your stuff. Uh,
1: So we're going to have two events. Um, One will be the soft opening. So our target completion date is August Sixteenth, and that Saturday is August nineteenth, and I'm hoping. Um, well, I'm hoping one we we stick to the timeline, but um, th- that event is going to um, be for anyone who signs up for our VIP waitlist, um, which I've been working on uh, this week with Anissa Holmes, and um, so we're going to invite vendors, and we're going to have um, giveaways and music. Um, but that's not even going to be like the big event. So our grand opening is hopefully, knock on wood, going to be September 9th. Michael, you should come up for that. We'll do a podcast. Um, Oh, like a video. We should do just like a video broadcast because you got to see it. And that's when we're just going to go all out for it. So yeah, gotcha. it's it's pretty exciting. And um man, I should have asked if you wanted to come this weekend. You would be a great ground marketer for my event on Saturday. I know. Well, I just thought about it right now too. I was like, why didn't I go? But oh, I, have, yeah, I have. I have to be
0: at the. I have to be at the event. The business side of dentistry. I'm broadcasting that tomorrow, in San Diego, and going to be oh, there the weekend. So, neat. but yeah. But it, just take my advice in this like because i mean like trust me like just personality like just shower everybody with as much personality and your shirts look amazing by the way like i thought they were going to be not stale but you know how like when you order a shirt and you can tell you're like man you paid like a dollar for this shirt and then the brand or like the logo (laughs) kind of fades away after the first wash right Uh, they look like um stretchy that american apparel material
1: yeah yeah no they, they they turned out really nice um so they actually the logo on the front that you see i'm actually a little i don't like it as much as i i knew i would because i it, it came out so big mm-hmm. and i when i designed it I I clicked the box that said, okay, well, you can have one of our expert designers um, do the final like touches and and he changed the dimensions. Like I wanted it to be nine inches by nine inches. I know it's very specific, but he made it 12 inches by 12 inches, which I mean is cool for social media because you can see it, it's so big. Um, But for the next round, I'm definitely gonna make that logo a little bit smaller because I think it's it's a little much. It like takes up the whole shirt. It takes up the whole shirt which is cool but I think if you go a little bit smaller it looks more refined. It looks like I don't know classier. So um and and all the shirts that I ordered, I mean I just put it out on social media and and it's been shared. Hold on. I have I have the analytics behind it. So I didn't put any money on this boost at all. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to get on the Facebook Ignite um, Mastermind group. Uh, So Facebook, I just put one photo that I shared from my Instagram account, and that photo has been seen by... Wait for it. Sorry, I have really slow internet it's comcast right okay sorry it's been seen like 3300 times or 3300 news feeds and that's free guys that's i didn't put any money behind it it's just from all of the engagement that i received from it so um the number of likes and comments and shares Um, you'll soon find out when you're starting to promote your brand on social media or at least on Facebook. Let me tell you. Let's see. Let me give you the analytics here. So 3173 people reached because of the engagement. I got 326 reactions, comments and shares. I had um, 178 likes um, 45 loves, four wows. I had 83 comments and 16 shares. And on top of that, I had 505 post clicks. I don't even know is how this, I got post
0: is, is this for Instagram or is this for... No,
1: this is for just on Facebook. Oh, okay. I thought it was Instagram. So on Instagram, let me show you. So on Instagram... I'm looking at my analytics. It got 112 likes, 450 impressions.
0: Dang, that's still good. You know the um, the algorithm for Instagram changed. So like the engagement we used to have like six months ago is not there anymore. So that's why sometimes when you post something up all those six months ago, you you would have been like, man, people used to like it and comment all the time. Now nobody's doing it. It's because their algorithm's changing because of ads. So the engagement has lowered a lot. But for what you got, that's still good. Good job, good job. So thank you. Pretty much everything is organized, right? For the Intel as far as the goodies?
1: Yeah, yeah. I spent all week with my husband um, putting in putting together the swag bag and um, folding all the shirts and I picked up supplies because I ordered posters from Vistaprint that I still have to glue to the foam board so that they stand and I purchased some easels so that you can see it from Because I think a lot of vendors make the mistake of one not having enough um, banners They're just literally using a table But the thing about that is you don't even know who they are if unless you're right in front of them talking so Mm -hmm. um, So I have all of that that I still have to get done and I've been working on um, the the, um, the social media side. Uh, we try to boost this one post, um, and we targeted Intel employees specifically. So um, Facebook ads, it's so sophisticated that you can literally drop a pin on the Intel campus and target the people who were there recently. Like, so mm-hmm. I will say, so... Um, so we, we both we boosted a post and um, just to get going that to let them know that smile and Co will be there and then awesome. on the back end side we've been working on a click funnel to help um, manage all of the email addresses that we are able to collect at the picnic so basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna have an iPad station and have um If you want to get a swag bag, and it's cool because not only is there free goodies, but I um, included a flyer, which is $50 off of any service the first time that they come in. Mm -hmm. So if they provide their email address, they'll receive that, and um, they'll also be um, entered into a drawing to win either $500 gift card towards any dental service or free whitening for life, which... Um, It's pretty big. I know. Everybody wants their teeth white. And it's awesome because we want you to smile more. And um, like it's like a win-win. So, What if
0: you do like the first 100 patients free whitening for life? You know, and then like in terms like put it like as long as you, you know, are consistent with your recalls. But like the first 100, you know what I mean? So you can let them know. Like, hey man, you guys are literally the first people signing up. So I mean, as soon as if you come in, you guys are gonna get whitening for life. It's good,
1: just, yeah, no, that's I don't know, good. Man. Okay, I'm writing that down. Free first, first 100 patients.
0: Or it doesn't have to be 100. It can be like 10 or whatever you think is best. But it guarantees the. I mean, it keeps a stronger guarantee. But um, one other thing, like when you're talking to the businesses, right? I mean, when you're at the event. Like, you know how you're going to go out and talk to businesses like the other booths and stuff like that. Right. One thing, like, don't just go and um, give your business card and say, hey, if you need a dentist here, we're here. Go there with like the to reciprocate in the sense like you're going to go there and say what is this even though it says like physical therapy come here you know you're like oh you know what my back or shoulder hurts what do you think i should do you know and then you build that report be like okay cool can i have some of your cards and they're like yeah oh, and yeah. then then they're gonna feel like oh man i owe you because you've you've given them like you know what i mean you've literally heard their whole pitch you seem concerned you seem whatever right even if it's a bank and then she'd be like yeah here's my stuff you know do you think we can ever give it the rest you know like do this at your employment office or do you think i can just stop by one of these days and give everybody some free goodies they're obviously going to say yes because like they've already built that rapport with you and they've already you know what i mean like they've already you they've analyzed you right. and they feel like they're in depth with you as well right. so do that because every if there's other dentists there they're all going to just walk on and be like here you go if you need a dentist here you go they're just going to give their business cards out but you're the only one He's not? You're gonna have your business cards in your like pocket or whatever, but that's not your purpose. Your purpose is to like really get there, get to know them and their business, and be like, okay, cool. Hey, you know what? We're just right there. If you want to pick up some stuff, did you get a free
1: toothbrush from us? Or you know what I mean? All right. No, that's awesome. You? That's a great idea. Do you listen so, to Gary V?
0: No. People tell me talk to me about him. Too. <laughs> I should listen to him. I saw some of his YouTube uh, videos in the past.
1: Yeah. No but uh, um, he's super intense, but that's why I love him. He like he has this whole thing called jab, jab jab right hook. Oh, the book yeah uh-huh. um, yeah, and it's just about give give, give and then you go for the ask. So um, no, that's that's great. Great advice, Michael. Bravo.
0: Yeah. okay, so we've got the Intel stuff down. Now the about us I'm on the website right now. And your website's pretty – I mean, it's better than a lot of other websites I've seen. You make it by yourself or no? (laughs)
1: Thanks. So my cousin um, helped me. Like, he did everything. Um, I didn't know how to put up a hero image. I didn't even know what a hero image was. Um, So I wrote all the content and then – but he set up the actual pages. But um, I wanted to be – a little bit more sophisticated. I want it to have um, like videos that that we've done on social media, like embedded in the in the posts. And I also I need help with my services because it shows up as none. Like I want a drop down menu, and when you click on each um, each service, it pulls up a different page. And then you set up your Facebook pixel so that whoever goes on let's say your implant page you can retarget those patients only so you can go on mm. like like sp- very specific ads so um, so that's what i'm waiting to do
0: okay if you you know take any mastermind classes or you know any uh, marketing classes you you really get to know that the about us page shouldn't be about the company right it shouldn't be like hey you know about us iTero has been out for 8,000 years I don't know, you know what right. I mean? Or like, hey, we we work with all dentists all over the place We can provide the best It should be about, like, the person who's reading Your target market's concerns Right So, like, I was thinking that And it's cool how on your About Us It says, if you're wondering why this About Us yes. section is really about you Yes You are one keen observer And I'm like, oh, <laughs> snap, I'm a keen observer <laughs> <laughs> that is – this is cool. Man. I like the quote, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's that's so true. Like, yes. I think I posted on Instagram about like you're really selling like care. Like you really have to care. You know what I mean? Like show yeah. it. This is cool. This is
1: – Thank you. Cool. Oh, thanks, Michael. That means okay. a lot.
0: Just like there's so much fonts going around though.
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> – like, Pick a font, Ashley. No, no, it's only one font, but I wanted some to be like bold and some to be different sizes. And I did that strategically. Normally like I want it to have one cohesive clean look. But because I wrote a lot, the only way to keep a reader engaged is to have that level, like the, the different layers, right? So basically when I'm like the font is a little bit larger, a little bit bolder, it's, you know, you can tell that I'm emphasizing something more. So I wanted them to, to feel like they were still engaged in the conversation because that's how I am in real life. Like I want I don't want you to be bored listening to me. Like I I have different intonations and and there's no way for you to know that unless, you know, like I do something different with, with the way it looks. It's all one font, but but yeah, no, I, I get what I, I read that too, but I, I kinda like it. It kind of feels more like a um Like almost like a magazine, like if you open a magazine, you'll see where they highlighted like a certain quote, and then they'll bold or italicize a certain segment Mm -hmm. of the conversation. So more editorial, I would say.
0: Yeah. Uh... (laughs) So um, you just updated this, right? The About Us
1: page? Yeah, I just updated it like two days ago.
0: You wrote it yourself? or? I wrote it
1: myself, and... I, I mean, I love to blog. Well, in my head, it sounds so cool to blog, right? Like, uh, but I always was more, um, like, I've always been a lot better with words than math or whatever. And Mm -hmm. um, it just takes me so long to, to just get my words out onto paper, and then I find that I'm stalling procrastinating and like i just get writer's block because i want it to be perfect right and and i want it to be completely well curated and just have a really nice flow but that's why this website is taking me forever because i want it to be perfect which i mean i don't know
0: (laughs) oh you know what i just what if you had like another section that said like for the foodies or for the blogs and it kind of you you talk about like A food spot that you went to visit this month or this week. And then secretly mention like, but don't eat, you know, sugar also has this and it can cause cavity. Like, you know what I mean? Like be super discreet and subtle about like some dental focal points. But then talk about, or maybe not even, maybe not even that. Just just talk about like this place is bomb, you know, and then have your write a little like five hundred words or less about your for the foodies you know what I mean
1: so it's funny that you mention that because that is exactly what is going on my blog so a lot of the time you read or you go to like a dental website and then they have a blog that just talks about periodontal disease and gingivitis which I mean it's important stuff but my blog Hmm. like I want it to be more a of a reflection of me, and so I will be documenting restaurants that I've eaten at, and I actually, I wanted to be focused on just community events in general, so I would love to have people even guest blog on the website, like, if you want to talk about being a mom and trying to balance work, or this is what's going on at Lakeside Church this week, or... Um, we're gonna be donating, um, you know, proceeds to Project Warmth, which you know just mm-hmm. highlight different nonprofit organizations. Like I think that is a way to just get everybody involved. So I totally dig it because we are right. Yeah. We we are seeing eye to eye, Mark Michael.
0: You should do um, videos. To
1: yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, something else that I've been wanting to get up and running is my YouTube channel. Like basically I want it to be just, you know, like a, a whole video journal of who I am, like where I came from what brought this on, and then be able to document this whole process in visual format. Because I am a visual learner, and I think that if I show you, like, okay, this is what my floor plan looked like, and these are the changes, and this is what makes it more efficient, or... You know, like these are the paint colors that we've been deciding between just like random stuff. But I've been getting um, approached by a lot of dentists, um, like younger dentists who have like just more questions about the whole process, I would say, and, and why a startup versus an acquisition. So it's mm-hmm. something that I like on my YouTube channel, I'll be able to just delve into deeper.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely um tell them to listen to the podcast too yes that too
1: after that you had a meeting
0: with upper club media right yes so i met how did that go
1: uh, awesome so i met glenda um at a very cool spot in midtown so for those who have never been to sacramento midtown is the up-and-coming area where it's i mean they're just getting a ton of awesome restaurants and like Breweries and especially with the new Kings Arena, the Golden One Center, it's just been this hub of growth and um, it's it's awesome. So we went to this one place called Lowbrow. Um, I posted pictures on Instagram, but it ha- it's totally my vibe. Like you, it has reclaimed wood and barn doors and like a lot of light, but it just feels comfortable and relaxed. And um, so I met with Glenda and we just talked about the whole PR strategy behind, you know, like, how we're going to ramp up. And this is what we should do for the soft opening. And she's the one who actually suggested that we have a soft opening and a grand opening. Because in my head, I thought, well, we're going to just need to do the grand opening, like right after we open. And she said, like, honestly, that is going to be so much stress on you, because you're going to have to make sure that your business is running and you have your mm-hmm. systems down. And and she said, if you do a soft opening and then have um, your patients come in over those next like few weeks, you can start inviting them to the grand opening and they will be your raving fans to invite their community so that they know who you are and what you're all about. So, um, so that is why we are having two separate events, um, but mostly because she said it's it'll just be mayhem the last few weeks before before our doors open. So
0: who's yeah. the owner of Upper Cloud Media?
1: Her name is Glenda Lamar.
0: What else have you been diving into this week?
1: So I did I mention to you that I was working with Stream Dental?
0: Hmm, possibly in the like the second episode i believe. Oh
1: okay. So Stream Dental is a Canadian agency. A Canadian-based uh, agency. Um, my contact her name is Samantha Leonard. I I believe she was on one of your podcast episodes, Michael. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so and Samantha it has been amazing. So, i spoke with her a couple was it a couple days ago about just the whole hiring process. So, and I love it because she says process.
0: Yeah, process. (laughs) A boot. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she's been really helpful. And we are, or she is devising a strategy for me. So we are going to reconvene on Monday, Monday night. So next week's episode, check it out if you have questions about staffing which I do, like I ha- I don't know anything about staffing, like the HR stuff, the labor compliance, all this like sick leave and yeah. it's all super detailed. So, um, so I'm so happy to be working with Samantha um, because she is the nuts and bolts, the, all the systems um, that I need to implement. Like I told you before, like I'm the visionary, I have big dreams and big goals but when it comes to actually having, like, the documentation for it, I that's where I need delegation. So mm-hmm. um, she is taking care of that for me. So I am so grateful to be working with Stream Dental. And um, she said that she's going to start putting out um, – advertisements because I told her that I wanted to start looking for my dream team soon um, since I don't want to feel rushed in hiring um, in hiring the right people like I the reason why I wanted to do a startup is because I want to ch- pick and choose who is going to be on my side and and people who have the same culture and the same values and, and have the same vision of where we think Smile & Co. can go. So um, I definitely want to have a lot of runway just to be able to attract the biggest talent. And I have been approached by quite a few people already um, via social media or or just people who I've worked with in the past have been texting me. So um I want to be diplomatic about it, because um, now obviously I have to wear the business hat, mm-hmm. and I can't just choose like, oh well, she was my friend, and so, so um, this whole screening process is is going to help me narrow down the candidates. What the candidates? Candidates. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what did she um, kind of mention oh. to you this week? Because you know what, that is, that is a um, iffy iffy topic, I guess, or like a hard subject, especially. Like, there's a high turnover in, you know, dental assistants, front office, things right. like that. So, I mean, what is – what pointers has she been telling you? Or what did she, what did she just tell you this week, like, so far?
1: Um, this week was more of a general uh, phone call. She was asking me, like, what um, – like how many team members I would like to start off with. And depending on how fast we can grow, I mean, I would love to hire a hygienist right away, but I know that hygienists, they make a lot of money, and and I don't want to be paying the overhead if I, if I don't have the, the cash flow. Mm-hmm. So um, to start off with, I would love to have an RDA um, and someone who can be just my go-to person for all things in the back um, because I plan on working with an Isolite or a dry shield or something like that where I don't necessarily need them by my side 24-7 to help me suction or retract. Um, And I would like to have a front desk girl who I can start training on the phones and um, insurances and, and all that good stuff. But... Um, We'll see. We'll see. I would love to just hit the ground running and, and because the more people that I can employ, oh my goodness, like I think it, the easier it is to just start getting the word out because as you know, as a ground marketer, if you have people who are just networking like day-to-day combat and meeting, you know, small business owners and just talking to more people, I think, I think the faster you can grow. And with startups, it's all about traction and how fast you can, you can get up and running.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, That's good. What's going on so far with the uh, exterior of the building?
1: Oh my goodness. So I just went to the space today and <laughs> they finished painting. So it isn't that like really gross yellow and brown. It's a nice crisp white with like a dark, cool gray trim. So it, um, it already looks, in my opinion, it looks a hundred times better. So the thing, the tricky thing about where I'm at, I'm technically in the historic district of Folsom, which means that if I wanted to do some massive overhaul of the exterior, I have to go through a pretty stringent approval process through the city of Folsom, through city hall. So um, the con- My contractor, Dave, he already met with um, the city of Folsom numerous times, and they basically have like a four-page list of guidelines uh, regarding the exterior of the building, which – had I had known all about this, it, it, I might have not proceeded with with the purchase of the building because in my head I was gonna go in, gut the inside, and then make it like super cool, modern on the outside. Like, I wanted floor to ceiling windows, and I think um, one like, man, I love H E T V, but like they have like mm-hmm. these cool like concrete panels, like the black concrete mixed with like, um reclaimed wood like can you see it in your head and like just that whole industrial vibe like that's what I wanted but they said that it has to only be in the era between 1850 to 1950 yeah so um so I have to basically look at the designs that um that are in that specific time period and then go from there but the committee they only meet like once every other month. So mm. to get approval is going to take at least eight weeks. I'm, and they have, so if you've seen the, the front of the building, the facade, it has dentistry as my building signage. And I wanted to put Smile & Co. obviously with really cool letters. Um, but they said that, um, the letters like if if i decided to remove them i am not allowed to put anything else up which is nuts right like yeah. so um it's it, it was basically grandfathered into building signage um, anyone else on my street only has monument signage unless of course you are at the corner at an intersection, which to me doesn't make any sense because if you're at the corner at an intersection, you already have the best visibility because Mm -hmm. you're at the intersection. So why do you need building signage? But that's... Yeah, sorry for my rant. Um, And my sign, so I didn't know. So my building, not the building, the monument signage, so like right off the street, is basically where I have the ability to get my... First impression, right? Because that's where where you see it as you're driving down. Mm-hmm. That also has very strict codes, like it has to be three by three, like X amount of space above the ground, um, and then like that in it in and of itself has to go through its own approval process. So um, I need to meet with Tammy, my designer, so that we can start designing something and. Like what? What should it say? And and I can't even have backlit letters. Like I would love to be uh, able. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, for nighttime and you're driving by and you're like, cool. This looks awesome. Yeah, no, I can't have. That. So, um, so I think we're gonna try to figure a way around it by just having lights on the ground and then having them uplight the, oh. the. Oh, yeah, that could work. That could work. Too. Yeah. So. So that's, that's. Did you my...
0: know all of this when purchasing, or no? This all kind of came as a surprise.
1: No, it all it all came as a very nice surprise after we had closed escrow. I know, like there was so much going on, like so many moving parts. I was an associate, and I had to keep everything under wraps. And all of my emails and faxes were all being done on the down low. Um, and all my meetings, like I didn't want. You know, there to be suspicion and all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and then so, and then we went through all of the inspections with the phase one. Wait, and,
0: suspicion? Uh, suspicion of what?
1: Um, sorry, what? What? What did I just say? I think <laughs> <real fast>. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> you know what? That's funny. I
1: sometimes don't even hear myself talk. <laughs> It, it really is just stream of consciousness so I don't even really remember <laughs> what. um you
0: said you were keeping everything on the down low. you did not want anything to be suspicious
1: oh yes yes like i didn't want the owner dentist to be like why are you in talks with wells Fargo like what's going on with this building in Folsom you know like i don't oh like the one you worked for right the dentist yeah oh, yes. okay, got, you, got like, you it all had to be under wraps which um, many of you, I'm sure, are are going through that right now. It's tough when you're trying to build something on your own, but you still need the income to support your side gig, so you have to keep it under wraps. And even though the um, where I'm at currently is 30 miles outside of where that last practice was, she she made it very clear to me that she was not going to support a startup by any means dang for real what a man yeah she she's she told me she looked me in the eye and she said no um that would be a conflict of interest because patients would follow you i'm like really patients i don't think would follow me 30 miles they probably
0: would they probably would but her head's in the wrong place man if that's like her
1: do you think she's
0: listening to the podcast I hope not. Anyways, like, I think it's, like, it's so important to know, like, who your competition is. And I think I said this before, but, like, our competition, or as a dentist, your competition isn't the other dentist down the street, right? Like, your competition is Mercedes, is Gucci, is all these other people, uh, people, all these other companies that, like, your people are choosing to spend their money on that instead of right. dental care, right? Damn, that's pretty messed up though. That she said that. Oh, well.
1: Yeah. 30 miles, 30 miles away.
0: That's why you left. That's why you left. So, <laughs> okay. So that was the suspicious part. And then, so I originally asked, did you know all of this when purchasing? You said, no. Is there a way you can find all this out before purchasing?
1: Um, yes, it's it's just a matter of how much time you're willing to invest mm-hmm. um, and and how much time you actually have because if you're a parent, if you're working full time, like, and if you're depending on on just what your broker is telling you, I mean it's it's a lot. it's so I mean, we already spoke about all of the things that um, that I had to do before deciding on moving forward with escrow, including, you know, um, added expense for the, the initial deposit, the non-refundable deposit. And then you're going through all your inspections with electrical and all this stuff. So it, it's like such a small play player in the grand scheme of things, that's why you have to basically, you have to focus on what is going to matter most. And yes, it sucks that I can't renovate the exterior to really match my aesthetic, but I'm hoping that, you know, once you come in, you will be hooked. Um, Mm. So, so we'll see. And, and I think, yeah, it really is just a matter of experience. yeah, the experience and, and what you can do to provide to your patients that is going to not be considered a commodity, right? So like mm. it's what you were talking about, like you don't want to be the most discounted dentist on the block. You want to attract the type of clientele who will pay the extra if it means that they know that they're, they're getting their money's worth with the product that, and the service that you're providing.
0: Yeah, and you know why it's going to work for you though? It's because you've already took the time to build like your brand and figure out what your brand is, right? So, because branding is is so is everything, right? I mean, people pay for brands all the time. Not like, for example, when um Bill Gates and I think it was the Prince of Saudi Arabia, right? They both bought the Four Seasons Hotel, right? They didn't buy you know the beachfront property. They didn't buy the 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 hotel you know all that stuff they didn't buy the kitchen staff they didn't buy all that because honestly all of that would have been cheaper if they bought it themselves what they bought was the brand so same thing with like a dentistry like you really got to figure out your brand and if you feel like you don't have a brand trust me like the community has a brand for you you're either that dentist on the strip the dentist next to mcdonald's or you're that oh hey i didn't know there was a dentist here like that's your brand you know what i mean so if you figure that out way before, which takes time, like how long did it take you to figure out Smile Bar? I mean, not Smile Bar, Smile and Co. Like, well, originally it was Smile Bar, but then you kept the same concept. Like it took you, it took you time to think of this process. You know what I mean? And you're still gonna.
1: Seventeen years.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it takes time, right? Obviously, <laughs> if you get like a team behind you and everything, we can fast forward it. But it takes time to figure out your brand. But right. honestly to me that's like the major pillar, one of the major pillars when you're going to market yourself because if you don't know your brand then like you're not going to there's no differentiation and then there's no long-term profitability from that point on. And then you're just going to be whatever the community calls you and then whatever. You know what I mean? So that's why I think for you like it's going to be easy. It's going to work out. People will pay that extra 1000 or 2000. You know, it's going to be kind of like a um like oh, who's your dentist or where do you go? Oh, I go to Small Income. I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I don't have the money for Smile & Co., but you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be that type of thing. Like, you know what I mean? Where like, oh, I'm going to get loafers. And then they come back with like Gucci loafers.
1: Oh, dang. And then
0: it's like, oh, I thought you were going to get like regular loafers. I didn't know you had that money. It's like, yeah. Like a status. Like, make sure your dentistry is like a stat. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. we're moving up. We can go to Smile & Co. now. You know, that type of.
1: Thanks, Michael. That's the type of brand you want to
0: build. Okay, so that happened and then I know right now we're going through a heat wave in California, and you yes. let me know that your A.C. broke.
1: Oh, my gosh. My A.C. broke in the middle of a 108-degree weather. Like, it's crazy. And we have a two-story home, So, and all of the bedrooms are upstairs. So when you walk up the stairs, it literally just – is like this wall of hot air that hits you in the face. It got so bad, so um, it got so bad that our little boys—we uh, have a, a two-year-old and a three-year-old—we had to ship them to the grandparents. Ship them? Yeah, <laughs> like ship them in a box. We we, um, we ship them to the grandparents because there was just no way that they could sleep in in this this environment. It um, so. It's so crazy because we went to bed and the AC was working fine. And then we woke up at like four in the morning and my husband was just dripping sweat. And he's like, what is going on? And um, we realized that, oh, yeah, the AC is broken. And he looked at the baby monitor and my poor baby, it was like 92 degrees in his room. And he, I mean, it's, oh, my goodness. Like I have a little fan on him but I mean, we don't put it on full blast, right? Because we have the AC going, so we're just watching this little boy. Like he, you can see that he's drew his hair is drenched, and he keeps rolling around. But he's such a champion sleeper. Like he still was. <laughs> So we're like, what do we do? And then should we open the the door? And then my husband's like, well, you open the door, you're gonna wake him up. So we kind of were just watching to make sure he was still moving. <laughs> as soon as he like made like an inkling of noise, we just like opened the door and got him. and the poor guy was just drenched.
0: Jeez, is it fixed now or no?
1: It is finally. So it took two and a half days. Um, my uh, AC repairman came and uh, He's like my savior. So nice. But that kind of cuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that has cut into my my ability to work at home because now we had to keep driving our kids around in the AC. And then we've been, we even, Michael, we went to Whole Foods just so that we could experience air conditioning. So we made a little science trip out of it. And I was giving... Yeah, at Foods, We went to the produce um, section, and you know how they have really cool, exotic-looking fruits? I don't know, and up here
0: they don't really have... Oh wait, no, Orange County they do. Yeah, they do. Hopefully. Okay.
1: Yeah, so we were giving them to our boys so that they could feel the texture. So we made it, you know, very educational. But it also made me not work because I, I, I said that I was going to work outside of the home, but in all honesty, I can't because... I need, you know, I ne- I need to be able to do all of my like whiteboard stuff. I'm going to bring my whiteboard to Barnes and Noble and I have all of my swag bag stuff and my shirts that I've been working on and so lots of boxes basically. So it's it's hard for me to just pick up and move. So Yeah.
0: Hey, do you I forgot to ask, do you plan to have another dental practice?
1: I would love to.
0: Like how? What's like the dream?
1: Um. So the dream would be. I don't know. I've I've just listened to a lot of like Mark Costas, and um, I would love to have like multiple locations and and have it kind of in like more major cities. Like if we could make something cool here in the burbs and. Even better if you could move to like San Francisco. Oh,
0: San Francisco would be Oh man. So fun. It. Yeah. Like that. could
1: you imagine the collaboration with restaurants and bars and stuff with in, in like cool cities?
0: I know. That would be really cool. San Francisco, LA, like all the major towns. Like Oh I know. Not even California. It could be like in like Nashville or I don't know, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Silicon Valley. Anyways. It's it's like we're, it's up to us to change the game of dentistry and how it's viewed. So we got to do exactly. that. Exactly. Okay. So, what has been your favorite resource this week?
1: Okay, so my favorite resource this week has been my whiteboard. I finally am getting organized with my life, and I'm using different colors um, so that it's pretty. <laughs> Because it has to be visually appealing, right? Um, So basically I wrote down all of the days of the week and everything that I have to get done on each particular day in one column and then on the other column is all the meetings and anything that has to get done on the construction side. So it just is it allows a snapshot of just my entire week because i tried using my google calendar but yeah. honestly i have to scroll and swipe and and i i'm so i'm so immune to the notifications these days i'll like have a notification buzz on my phone and i'll just dismiss it without even looking or the worst part my sons they're really obsessed with um youtube kids and we are obsessed with sanity. So we give them our phones when Brian and I wanna have an adult conversation. Um, so whenever I get a notification, those little buggers, they're swiping up. They know how to, um, how to dismiss the notification. So sometimes I don't even know that I have a text message or an email.
0: What has been the biggest headache this week?
1: Um, just the broken AC for one. And um and just the just the what is it called? The busy work, right? The busy work oh, that yeah. loading everything into these bags and stapling them and doing it over and over again. I think I have two hundred bags ready to go, but I ran out of bags, so I need more. And then folding the shirts, like just really monotonous labor like i asked my husband i was like could you imagine if we were assembly line workers for the rest of our lives and he was like i would shoot myself (laughs) especially without air conditioning we we were like so snappy at each other we're like oh we're just gonna sit we didn't even talk we were just oh man we're just like let's just get it done but it's yeah but but you know music on at least No, we were, like, in silence. Oh, that's
0: awkward. That's too weird. (laughs)
1: That's too weird. Stopping bags. Oh, and you know what else? He, okay, so he got invited to go to the Sacramento Kings draft party tonight at the Golden One Center, which is VIP list only, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because all the big wigs in the city are invited. I'm like, hey, can you just see if your wife can attend? Like, that would be so cool. You know, just to meet and network and get Smile and Co. out there. And he he says that he tried but he was unsuccessful. I really doubt he tried very hard. So so I am gonna be stuck here at home with all these boxes and all these like things that I have to get done for the Intel picnic while he is going to be networking with like the richest people in Sacramento.
0: That's okay, though, man. That's okay. He deserves that. Like, he's been he's <laughs> been, he's been in a non-AC working for stuff. I mean, yeah. well, supporting, too, at the same time. So, it's okay.
1: <laughs> I told him, though, to, uh, to document on my Smile & Co. Instagram story. So, if you're following along, you'll be able to see what he's up to. Um, mm. Yeah, he's so excited. He even had somebody pick him up. Um, his his one of his uh, friends, who's also a sales rep um, for the the the, sale, the company, is called New Vector, and they basically sell like lots of spine stuff. But anyways, mm-hmm. sorry, I digress. So he had his friend pick him up this morning, just so he could Uber back, so that he can really enjoy the drinks provided at tonight's venue. Oh, he already left. He's already no. He's at work, but it starts at four. I'm like, can you please be responsible?
0: Yeah, he's, he's a responsible guy. <laughs> but that sounds like fun. That's good, good for him. Good for Brian. Yes. <laughs> what is one question you need answered immediately that the audience can help you with?
1: Immediately, I would say, how early on would you guys bring on a consultant if you would use a consultant? Because something that I've been struggling with is all the systems that I have to get get nailed down. Like on time, systems? Like um, the hiring process and all front desk protocol and um, you know just everything that goes along with building a. Su- successful business, like there, there's systems in play. So, um, I have to get everything written down and I have to get my operations manual up and employee handbook. And, and I know that I have to, um, get my, my attorney involved. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. like, but is it something that I should just delegate out Although I know that consultants are pretty pricey, so I don't know. it's it's just one more thing on the plate,
0: yeah. And if you guys like really have an answer for that, you know on Instagram, if you're following her on Instagram, if you're following Ashley on Instagram, just message her or on Facebook. The links will be in the show notes below. So really, really take the time and uh, reply back. Por favor.
1: Yes and um and uh, thank you to everyone who's already reached out to me it's it's pretty awesome like i love hearing all the stories from from you guys like where you're at in terms of your lease negotiations and what part of the country you're at and what equipment you ended up going with um i find it so helpful and and i really hope that this series is providing value to anyone interested in in doing a startup because there are so many moving parts and, and the best way is just to learn from each other and learn from each other's mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've already made so many and, um, yeah, like I, I hope that like you're taking what you're hearing here with, you know, um, with a grain of salt, (laughs) I guess, because, you know, we, we do like to, ad lib and and talk about other stuff but I think that's you know it's just normal banter but in the grand scheme of things I I really do hope that you reach out and and let us know if if you have any questions about demographics or banking and all this stuff I know we covered it um, in detail in one of the earlier podcasts but it's so hard to condense every detail into an hour long episode. So yeah, thank, thank you again for following along. I really hope um, to meet all of you guys one day and, and I wish you all the best of, of luck in all of your endeavors.
0: What is the main lesson this week you want the audience to take away?
1: Um, I would say the main lesson is to really know your brand. Know what you stand for. Know how you want your practice to look, how you want your practice to feel. Know exactly who you are targeting, your avatar. Like what does she or he look like? Where do they shop? Um, what kind of services you want to provide? What kind of vibe do you want in your office? And how are you going to set yourself apart? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. the branding is, I mean, it's not something that you should just, think about for an hour like this is if if you are interested in doing a startup I know that you are doing it because you are a creator so what are you going to create and and don't just you know don't just copy someone else who's who's done it before on dentaltown like like think of something that that drives you and and what would you appreciate in a dental office, if if you were not a dentist.
0: That should be like a bumper sticker or something. The I know you're a creator, so then like dot, dot, dot. What are you going to create? Oh, <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That should be like a... Let
1: me read you um, a message that I got. Um, okay. i was going to send it to you. This is off the record, right? Oh, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but... Um, so this this message is from Danny. He says, "Hi Doc, sorry to bother. My name is Danny and I'm a dentist based in Ohio who is dreaming of a startup and I'm a big time follower of your podcast. That's a big service you are doing for us small time dentists who is who are scared of doing a startup and it helps to motivate me. Love your energy and I pray your dream comes true." And then he wanted to know about like where I got the shirts. And he's like, "Um, thanks a lot. Wish you success and happiness. It's so awesome. Danny,
0: you're the the man. You're the reason why we do this. Okay, so what's next?
1: Next, my designer is finalizing the finished schedule. Hopefully by this week, actually. Um, And I just sent my last signature for the updated uh, reception desk. That's going to be custom built. Um, so hopefully they can start on that. And oh my goodness, I'm so excited. So they were um, sketching out where the solar tubes are going. I'm going to basically have one in the middle of the uh, reception area. And then one in the middle of the sterilization. So um And i still never i never even got a quote for how much this is costing um but yeah go big or go home right michael
0: yeah sure i don't know i mean you're the billionaire so it's up to you (laughs) okay so if you have any thoughts suggestions or recommendations be sure to let myself or ashley know on any of her social media outlets which
1: are Uh, on facebook you can find me on smile bar dental and I'm still waiting for the name change to be approved by Facebook. but um, yeah, Smile bar dental, no spaces. Um, and I am on Instagram mostly these days because I'm doing the whole storytelling in the background. so on my on my insta stories. So on Instagram, I'm at Smile and Company, all written out. And you can email me if you want. Uh, Dr. Ashley at smileandcompany.com. Awesome.
0: All the links and the email address will be in the show notes below. If you just type in The Dental Marketer on Instagram or Facebook or even on Google, then you can find me and then you can just email me or direct message me. Um, you can find this podcast at the site or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, please be sure to rate the show or leave a review. And please, please, please share. And don't forget to subscribe to know when the latest episode goes live. So until next week, guys, this is the making of Smile & Co.